You are welcome to another exciting episode of CADA Matters. CADA Matters is an awareness-raising programme of CADA. CADA is an acronym for Church Against Domestic Abuse, a UK-based charity working to prevent and end domestic abuse, especially in Christian homes. Listen to this episode with Gracilis so as to build healthy relationships and keep your home and relationships abuse-free. Excited because it's another episode of Kada Matters. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are going to be discussing, as it were, domestic abuse and the social worker. Hello, thank you. That's my sister who has joined us. Happy, I feel contented, and so I'm glad that you've joined. Oh, he's here already. So I was trying to organize myself. Good evening, good evening, so it's good to see you. Thank you for joining us. And um, for those who do not know, I am Gracilis. I will leave our guest to introduce himself. I think it's always better for people to introduce themselves because I know that there are several doubting Thomases who are wondering why should we listen to him? What does he have to say? He's going to put all your doubts to rest. Remember how Jesus did it to Thomas? He came and said, Thomas, put your hand here. And by the time Thomas did, he was like, oh my Lord, my God. And what did Jesus say? That those who believe, even without sin. But um, let's make them see, so that they will be, they believe that they have <laughs> will increase. Good evening, sir. Please, could you introduce yourself to our guests? And a big welcome to everyone. I'm not seeing very well. Let me get my glasses. I'm not seeing the people joining. I don't want to be missing out people when they join. So I'm just going to put on my glasses so I can actually see people who have joined and say hello to them. So it'd be great to know where you're watching from. Thank you, all those who have come. So let's look at them again. Thank you. It's for, I think this word, is that, is God's favor for, thank you. Um, wave, um, Grace Make, Grace Wonke Adekoke, thank you for joining. Yeah. And we've got um, grace, okay. and we've got is God's favor and grace. Okay. Thank you for joining. So please, um, Mr. Isaiah, could you introduce yourself to our guest, please? Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Sister Grace. Um, my name is Isaiah Olusegunadidiro. Um, by, by the grace of God, I'm a social worker, and uh, I've become an experienced social worker now and the best interest assessor. Um, yeah, I work with adult social care, and that's what I've chosen to do right um, after, after my training over six years ago. Um, yeah, I have worked in the locality team for quite a while, I mean, right from the beginning. And, um, you know, I have, like I said, over six years experience and uh, will provide various kinds of uh, support for uh, people within the community. And um, yeah, part of the role I, I have is to you know, come across the issues of domestic abuse from day to day. And that's why uh, I think um, it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Worker. Uh, I, I also, by the grace of God, I'm a Christian, and um, well, it's quite a while now since I became a Christian, and thank God, uh, God has helped me to serve Him in various capacities. Thank you.
Okay, that's great. Thank you. So, Mr. Adediro is a social worker and he's got over six years of working experience. And that makes me to begin to wonder, because some people might be wondering, because sometimes they're like, is, he, is, is all social work? What exactly is social work? What do they do? These are the people that put someone into trouble and take away people's children. You know, that's a misconception a lot of people have. And once you just say you're a social worker, people start... I don't know if you get that. People start, there's a way, a certain way people start behaving about around you. So let, let's just ask now today to you, I say, who is a social worker? What do they do? Are there different types of social workers? All right. Thank you, Sister Grace. Um, well, it's good that you have pointed out, uh, pointed it out from the onset that uh, the general notion that people have, once you stand somewhere and say, I'm a social worker, is that people to say, oh, these people are, good. are the ones that take our children away and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but actually, uh, social workers, a, a social worker is a professional. You know, um, it, it, it's also, it, it can also be an academic, uh, but what we normally do is to promote social change. I mean, going by the global definition of uh, social work, actually, it, it, it's... it's what you know what we do is to promote social change and um, we follow the principles of, of social justice as well and human rights collective responsibility and then we respect diversities we help people to uh, you know to to solve their own problems you know people have a lot of issues to deal with but what we do is just to help people to um, solve their problem. We also uh, coordinate. We coordinate uh, statutory obligations, um, you know, safeguarding people and, you know, promoting welfare and, uh, you know, of, of vulnerable uh, people and adults. There are various kinds of vulnerable people, uh, vulnerable people in the society, uh, mm -hmm. but it's our job to ensure that they live well they, 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 they solve their problems as well as protecting them. Um, for children, we say we, we do child protection. And for adults, we say we do safeguarding. You know, everything is just to protect and save and make sure people are, you know, living and achieving their potentials. You know, uh, we're we also trained also to, um, you know, to alleviate the, the, the poor condition of people. Mm. You know, those who, ha who are in, in, you know, less privileged in the, in the community, we help them, uh, you know, to uh, alleviate their condition and bring them out of uh, deprivation as much as we can. Uh, we, we also help people to cope with, you know, cope in various ways with what they are dealing with. Because people deal with different kinds of things in their lives. But what we do is just to help, help people to, to cope with all that uh, they are dealing with. We also help to build a, a, a good environment, um, you know, where people can, can have their own minds. People can have self-determination. They, 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 they can cooperate with other people. We have something we call co-production. We don't really, we don't want people to become robots. We want people to work with us or work with other people in the society to achieve what they are capable of achieving. Um, yeah, then those who are less privileged in the society, we, we, we try to help them 
to um, achieve their goals and make sure that they also, you know, ha have their own independence. They have their choices. They have their views. You know, their voices are heard in the community. Those are some of the things that we do. And uh, to be honest, I, I would just liken it to the word of Jesus Christ in Matthew 25, uh, 34 to 40, when he's talking about, uh, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When, when I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When, um, when I was a stranger, you welcomed me, welcomed me in. You know, when I was in the hospital, you visited me. When I was naked, you clothed me. You know, those are, you know, those are some of the things that we do. And Jesus Christ says, well, as long as you did this for any of my people, my brethren, you've done it for me. And, and that is why also I would like to bring out at this stage, I, I actually listened to my pastor's preach on, uh, last Sunday, and he actually talked about the fact that whatever we do, we should know that we are doing it for the glory of God as Christian, as Christian. Because what we are doing matters. Even if we may think it doesn't matter to us, it matter, matters to certain people. And it helps changing life and making difference in the life of uh, some other people. Wow. I think some people are going to begin to check out the forms on the routes to working as a social worker because the way you've painted it so gloriously, I mean, you know, and he's not just said they are agents of change, social justice. He's even quoted, he's giving us, he's told us this question. I usually ask people, what does the Bible say about, he's told us what the Bible says about social workers. But you see these social workers, by the time they are feeding the hungry and doing all of this, they get paid for doing it. And um, there's something interesting you've said. Um, you, you've said that you people don't take over for what you said. You work hand in hand. You don't just, you don't take over. You you help people. You give them the tools. You, you sort of encourage them and give them the tools that they need as it were to solve what they are going through. And, and that's some of the things we say when it comes to domestic abuse. We say when we're trying to help, we should help and not take over. And from what you've said, it, it appears that you deal with several things. And I'm sure I'm not mistaken if I say that definitely in your line of work, you have had encounters with the issue and the cases of domestic abuse. So I'd like to find out what is the role of a social worker? What does a social worker do when it comes to dealing with domestic abuse? Yeah. Um, what... perpetrators, what, what do you do? Yeah. One thing I've actually not mentioned is the fact that broadly, uh, social work is viewed, uh, you know, as two types of social work. Okay. Uh, so we have children and family social workers. We also have adult social workers. I mean, that's the broad, the two broad types. But then, uh, apart from that, we have those who work with the, those uh, people with disability, people with mental health, uh, people, uh, those who work in the hospital, those who work in the hospice, you know, uh, with palliative care as well, those with substance misuse, criminal justice, and advocacy as well. You know, we operate in all these areas, but broadly, they will either be, you know, uh, on the basis of being a, a child, um, child, children's social worker or an adult social worker. All right. But, so when it comes to uh, uh, um, um, abuse, domestic abuse, well, domestic abuse is one of the most common things that we we come across, you know, mm -hmm. day by day, because mm -hmm. uh, we work with families. And um, 
you know, we work with families which include children, include the elderly people, include people with disabilities. And, you know, as a matter of truth, we, most of the people we work with are people with vulnerability. And when I mention vulnerability, I've mentioned that children could be vulnerable, um, uh, the elderly could be vulnerable, and people with disabilities also are vulnerable in, in the community. Uh, for instance, I, you know, we have seen situations where husband abuses uh, the wife, we, I mean, and vice versa, even though the percentage is not as much as, uh, you know, husband, uh, a, a wife abusing of husband is possible, but the percentage is not as uh, wide as yeah. that husband abusing wife. Then we see um, children, you know, adolescents, adolescents abusing their parents. We've seen parents abusing children mm -hmm. in various ways. Um, family members and friends also abusing, uh, you know, um, their friends or their their elderly people and so on. All these things abound, and we see them from time to time. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, for us as um, um, social workers, the ultimate goal that we have is to make sure that people you know, children and victims of uh, domestic abuse are safe. Okay. That's the key task that we have. And that is what we, 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 we try to pursue. And you know, in, in, in domestic abuse, um, there is usually kind of uh, coercion. Um, there's usually um, oppression. You know, people just lording it over the other, controlling, threatening, you know, all these kind of things people do. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not usually quickly observed or quickly seen, especially by people outside the, the family. Don't forget, we are talking about what happens in the family when we, are to when we talk about uh, domestic abuse. But as social workers... Uh, like I said, our main role is simply to safeguard adults, protect children, um, you know, from all forms of um, suffering or uh, harm, you know, because there could be, people could be exposed, these people that are vulnerable could be exposed to different kinds of harms. Whether these people are direct victims of uh, domestic abuse or they are just witnessing it, you know, in some situation, you know, in most of the family we 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 uh, see, the it is husband that will be um, abusing the wife. Unfortunately, children are usually in that situation. They may not be the one that is abused directly, but but they witness it, and mm -hmm. it's equally you know bad. Damaging. It's mm -hmm. equally damaging, and we would not want children to experience that or to be seeing that from time to time. So uh, what we do, uh, one of the things that we do is to make sure that people, uh, uh, you know, we ourselves, we have awareness of, and uh, we have, you know, we, we know about the policies and um, uh, law that, that is, um, you know, binding uh, people to keep people safe. But then we make sure that we, we let people have the awareness of that as well. 
and the potential impact that it, ha it has on, on, you know, on people in, this, in the community. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the, the impact of uh, or, or even on diversity and equality because, um, you know, as we, as we have, most of us must have noticed, uh, you know, domestic abuse actually reflects certain loopholes that are with, in, in our system in the areas of diversity and in the area of equality. Then what we also do as um, social workers is to make, make sure that we ourselves recognize the signs and possible domestic—I uh, mean, of dom uh, possible domestic ab uh, uh, abuse—and mm -hmm. um, you know, we make we have that, and then we encourage people to also have you know to recognize those uh, signs and symptoms of uh, domestic abuse. Uh, then, because the reason for that is that is the first step where you have to take in dealing with uh, domestic abuse, recognizing it that is even happening at all is the first thing. And then we make sure that the, the victims are safe. Mm. Like I said, the, our main task as social workers is to ensure that children and uh, victims of uh, domestic abuse are safe. We, we, we work hard to, 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 to ensure that. Also, um, we, we communicate, you know, uh, you know that everything is about safety we let people know that uh, you know the, everything around domestic abuse is about safety and the people do not deserve to be hurt they do not deserve to be hurt in, in uh, hurt in any way and so they we also let people know that abuse that they're experiencing is not their fault because that's another issue uh people tend to see that, think that everyone that is going through abuse has, you know, caused it by themselves. Victim shaming, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's something that happens. No, we will communicate with people to let them know that, you know, they need to be safe. They should not be punching back. They should not be, they should not be hurt. And that the abuse they are experiencing is not their fault. Even if they have done anything wrong, it, it, it doesn't give whoever is abusing them the right. Yeah, yeah, that, that's something we always say that there's no excuse no. For, abuse. for abuse. And I'm just wondering, you know, you've said, you've talked about, um, you've talked about the fact that, you know, part of your, your very first key principles is the principle of safety. And I'm wondering, see, when it comes to the principle of safety, I know that we say, oh, we don't take over, but I think that when children are involved, that's something that usually brings a strong hand of the law. And then sometimes people just think, oh, the social workers have come to take the children. But one of the things I'd like to find out, um, I know that that's a misconception. If you could just mention briefly what some other barriers are to your work, you know, as a social worker. And then if, um, you know, if you tell us this, Baraz, if you could also tell us what, how best, if, if I'm going through domestic abuse, how best can I expect a social worker to help me? I mean, this is all, and how best can I help them to help me too? Because sometimes it seems like because of our misconceptions, 
the things we even say to the social, there are some words we shouldn't use, perhaps, when we're talking to the social worker. There are some things we shouldn't say. There are some things we should say to ensure that we get the help that we need. Uh, I remember one time when we had this person said, there's no need for you to lie or say things that are not there. So what, what can we expect and how do we maximize you know, this great work that the social worker does, especially when we have to work with a social worker. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Grace. Yeah, you, like you have rightly said, the greatest misconception that we have, and which is also a barrier to our work, is, is the fact that people think social workers deliberately set out to remove uh, children from their mm -hmm. parents. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is actually not true. It's not true, and it's not like that. Uh, before it gets to the state of the social worker taking children away, those children must have been in danger, mm -hmm. life-threatening situation, or significant harm. You know, that, you know those, that kind of child, maybe a child or the children, are in serious problem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, uh, and before that happens, it must have been that... Uh, uh, there could have been situations where social worker would have been helping that family, would have been giving some um, some help, some warnings, you know, okay. some ways of supporting them. You know, social worker is all about you know. Even the, 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 I work with adults, but it, those who work with with children, there is a, a section called children uh, children in need, which mm -hmm. actually caters for all the needs, you know, like I said before, when I'm naked, when I have need, don't need food and so on and so forth. Yeah, deals with that. But the other side is when children are in danger, when they, we, we can see that they are not, you know, they, 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 there are challenges around them that will not make them to have good life and will not uh, make them to develop in the way they should. That is when the issue of removing comes in, but then it's the last result. Removing children is the last resort. And other barriers that we have is, you know, people don't want to, you know, divulge the secret or whatever. They don't want to report. Mm -hmm. They feel that we should, they also people feel that social workers are intrusive, that we do okay. intrude into their family. We just want to know everything and, and scatter their family for that matter. They, so they, so um, abuse, abuse is underreported. It's not reported very well. Then people are resistant. Like I said, people are resistant. Uh, you know, then people try to protect the victims out of ignorance or out of you know love and wanting to you know not, not to cause problem. Uh, you know, then there are cuts in funding generally. You know, the cuts in funding uh, of front, front, frontline services and so on and so forth, they are also as, uh, affecting the way, um, you know, we work and there are barriers towards uh, what we do. Then um, also we need to know that uh, people, therefore, so, so let me mention that uh, as a result of cuts in services here and there, the adequate uh, multi-agency working is, is not, you know, adequate as it, it should be. And so these are some of the issues that we, uh, we experience. And like I also mentioned briefly, this jointed approach to the, world, the issue of uh, social, um, domestic abuse is also a very key factor because all, all organizations should be working together, 
we should be, you may know, be working hand in hand. But now, when we visit, what do you expect from a social worker when, when we visit you? Like I said, I, I want to retreat that because it's one of the reasons for this program is to let mm -hmm. you know that the main intention of uh, and the role of a social worker is simply to safeguard adults and to protect children from um, sovereign harm. And, uh, you know, and that is whether they are victim or they are witnessing. Then we usually ask people about their experiences. We are trained in various ways to ask questions, you know, that will make us to understand and know what is going on and to recognize when we are there is abuse or, or, or no abuse. We take time to listen. We are ready to listen to you, you know, if you want to talk. And we encourage you to talk. We encourage you to tell us what is going on, um, you know. It's for, your, for, you know, for people's benefit and mm -hmm. the benefit of those who are, the benefit of the victims. Mm -hmm. It's also for the benefit of even the perpetrator. Yeah. The, the, even the benefit of those who witness it. I mean, mm -hmm. I say benefit of perpetrators sometimes is the fact that, like I have a case, actually, which I dealt with today, where a woman uh, is the one that is um, abusing the, the husband. Mm -hmm. But then we realized that previously it was your husband that was uh, controlling and coercive. But at this stage, this woman has had a breakdown, you know, mental health, you know, uh, breakdown. And she's now the one that is picking knife. She's the one that is abusive to the husband and everyone around and so on and so forth. So now in this case, this woman is the perpetrator at this moment. But if we don't have the necessary information, we wouldn't know, you know how to even help her. But in this case, this person has been taken to the hospital you know, to help her, and there are a lot of uh, assessment are going on at this moment. But even to know what is the, the situation with the husband as well. You know, they have also, I also have a case where it is the adolescent, I mean, not even actually adolescent, 22-year-old that actually abuses uh, his, um, his father who is, not, who is not very mobile. So, but... In, in, in giving information, giving us the right information, we know how to support, you know, and to deal with with, with situation as appropriate. We also make use of the of the provision of data protection. We don't just divulge information. Mm -hmm. We have to, you know, uh, seek the consent of the, the people involved, unless, you know, according to data protection as well, something that leads to harm and will be of, uh, will, uh, will not be uh, will be of harm either to the person or to the public uh, that's why we can we will have to divert by according to the law but then apart from that we seek consent we let people know we also support with safety planning i if i have more time i'm going to talk about that later oh i don't think i have more problem. <laughs> but, but you know safety planning is all about what are some of the things that you can quickly put in place Mm -hmm. to, to help you, you know, to help you when you are, you know, for instance, one of the things that you can do is to tell particular neighbors, tell particular friend, you know, what kind of abuse is going on and what they, they can do, what signs they can hear when they, you know, hear you and how they could call the police. 
-hmm. If you have a child in the house, you can teach them how to call 999. You know, you can identify the particular area in the house where abuse, abuse takes place and how you can escape, escape from, you know, from that situation. Mm -hmm. All these kind of things we encourage and teach people, support them with. And uh, we, we encourage people also to stay calm. And I want to encourage as many as are going through domestic abuse here and, um, you know, really, really are overwhelmed by it. I will encourage you to stay calm. Stay calm. Work with social workers. We are your friends. We are not your enemies. Whether it's, you are like the police, guys, are our friend. Yes, like we say, okay, police are our friends. Actually, as to be honest, but the, the truth of the matter is, we 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 are there to ensure your safety. We are there to ensure your well-being, to ensure that you you live the life that you should live. You have as much independence as you should have. You have choices over your life and, you know, autonomy as much as you can. And if anything is uh, trying to jeopardize that, we work with you. We don't work on you. We don't mm. work at you. We work mm. with you. That is what we normally do. And that we, it's only when it gets to, like I said, a serious situation when a child or somebody is at risk and if no action is taken at that time it's going to destroy many more things that's why we take a you know sweet action you know which people regard as negative action i think i, I think you you've uh, you've touched a lot of things tonight and i think that one of the take points from there is the fact that social workers are out there to help social workers are not there to take your children Social workers are working even as officials of the government to ensure that we are all safe, to protect vulnerable people. And uh, when you give them information, there's also the data protection. There's also the confidentiality clause. And they don't just sat, they don't take your matter to town or anything like that. And then if they, 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 they evolve information as at when necessary, as it were, um, first of all, before I continue with that, I want to say a big welcome to some people who I have seen. Uh, I think I saw uh, Istoyosi, you're welcome. Joseph Molola, you're welcome. It's God's favor. I, I believe that's what it is. It's God's favor. You're welcome. And I also saw something emerald, I think. I saw something emerald. Um, somebody has asked a question, so that I'm going to read that question so that we don't miss, we don't. Um, it says, what resources do you have that we can look into to further our knowledge on this topic? Oh, interesting. Okay, well, let me leave you to answer that first of all. And welcome to Don Fitness. Thank you for joining. Emmy Daz Moments, thank you for joining. Um, Mr. Isaiah, someone has asked, what resources do you have that we can use to look more on the matter? Now, I don't know if the person is referring to the matter of social work. Uh -huh. So let me just leave it there for you to answer in a one line, and then I will tell them about resources for domestic okay. abuse. Exactly. Um, yeah, to be honest, as regards, as far as um, domestic abuse is concerned, mm -hmm. I, I, I would rather leave that to the experts, you know, the experts like uh, uh, Church Against uh, Domestic Abuse, uh, because you you have all the information and the, the agencies that people can uh, approach, you know, that can be referred to, 
to to help them. Um, but as regards the, the social work, yeah, there are a lot of publications on, uh, regarding social work. Um, yeah, you can go online as well. And then, you know, the social work book is are, are, are available all on the shelf there, you know, that talks about the role of social workers and as, as far, I mean, and especially as far uh, as uh, domestic abuse is concerned. Thank you. Wow. It's been an interesting time, and I do hope it has been enlightening for you as well as it has been for me. Before we would ask Mr. Zaire to give us his final thoughts, because I'm going to allow him to give his final thoughts. There might be something that he has not said. So I'll, I'll give him that time. I just want to say that one of the things we say in this program, you know, and that's something Mr. Zaire said. He said they are trained to recognize abuse. If you don't recognize this is what's happening, it's likely explaining it away and causing damage. Uh, I've been listening um, recently to a series made by Pastor Bola Gido, and just this evening I was just listening to someone and the person was just talking about, interestingly, two weeks ago we talked about domestic abuse and forgiveness and the person was saying um, that, oh, she can't forgive her father. When people are talking about marriage, she's like, that's not even my top 10 to-do list and that her father kept on beating the mom hitting her on the head. The woman had brain tumor and that. You know, I just busted out crying. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and and I just want to say that there is help. Please, there is help. There is help. One of the things we try to do here is to bring out the right knowledge so that we respond correctly and biblically. And part of the biblical injunction is to set the oppressed free. You know, just like the things that Mr. Isaiah said, you feed the hungry, you know, give food to the, to the, give food to the hungry, visit the poor, the, the, those in, in prison and all of that. If you want to know more, there is so much. We've been doing this every Thursday, I believe, since April 2020. And if you go to our IGTV, you would see a lot. If you go to our website, so like I was saying, I said that there is help available. We also work with a number of agencies. So if you have, if, if what you access is not something we deal with directly, we would, we would get back to you and point you to the right place. Basically, we work as it were. What our, our main job is to work with churches, is to work with faith organizations to ensure that we prevent and we stop domestic abuse in our homes because we want to represent Christ at every point in time. And God hates abuse. Uh, I'm going to let Mr. Zaya give his um, his final statements. And I want to say to him also that we really we really appreciate the fact that he honored our invitation. We have learned a lot. We're, listening to him is like listening to the very heartbeats of what social work is all about. And I hope it has removed all those interesting things we used to say or have in our minds about social workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much. Uh, yeah, before I, you know, round off completely, I would just want to mention that uh, as regards church, there's a lot for the church also to do, uh, you know, mm -hmm. in the church to acknowledge the reality of abuse within mm -hmm. our community in the church. We, mm -hmm. they, we really, really need to do that. And then we should be talking about it. The preacher should be preaching about it. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they should really let people know that you know, domestic abuse is not acceptable and it's, it, it, the church doesn't allow it and doesn't give room for it. God doesn't like it or, or doesn't want us to be oppressing one another. Then church will be providing safety, safety for people, maybe in terms of accommodation, in terms of counseling, in terms of you know, various things that could help. Then we should know that reporting domestic abuse is not doing any harm. 
it actually, like I mentioned before, it helps both the, uh, the, the victims and mm -hmm. even the perpetrators. It helps them. Actually, if some, 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 in some situations, some people, perhaps for one reason or the other, because of maybe their own background and so on and so forth, they, they, they enter into uh, domestic abuse, which, which is not an excuse in any way for them mm -hmm. to be other people. But then, you know, through talking and reporting, we, we, people will be able to help them and support them. Also, I, let me tell every one of us, when you see or notice uh, domestic abuse, it is not your own to investigate. Please, it is not yours, your role to investigate. You just need to report it to appropriate quarters. You know, report it to social services. You report it to the police if, if somebody's at danger and they need it. They, are, you know, they have life-threatening situation. Report to the police, report to the uh, uh, social services and so on so that the right steps may be taken and uh, these people could be protected. Generally speaking, I just want to encourage all of us. I will reiterate the fact that social workers, the aim, what social workers aim is not to remove children. It's not to cause a problem, you know, for people. It's to ensure safety. It's to make people have their life, their well-being, to maintain well-being, to, to protect people from being abused, to protect people from, you know, significant harms. So we are your friends, whether in the adult um, services or children's services, we are there to help you and to support you to achieve your potentials. Thank you and God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so much. If you joined after 8.30, I'd like to encourage you to go back and watch it. It is going to be available on the IGTV. Just go back and watch it because we have learned a lot. I will be back here again next week, Thursday. It's at 8.30 p.m. I'd like to encourage all our guests that have come tonight. Let it not be that you are just here because Mr. Zara was coming and next week we don't see you. No, 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 no. We want to see you. And if, you, if you're a professional, I mean, Domestic abuse is everybody's business. If you're a professional and you're interested in tackling the area of domestic abuse from where you're coming from, please just drop us a DM. We're always looking to speak to with professionals just to enlighten people, to bring in another angle and to help people. Um, hope to see you next week at 8.30. Remember that God hates abuse. There's no excuse for abuse. And as a church, which is you and I, we say no to domestic abuse. Thank you and good night. Bye for now. Have a lovely weekend. Let's okay. show our love to Mr. Zaya as he leaves before we go. Thank you. Till we come your way God again, remember, God hates abuse. There is no excuse for abuse. The church, which is you and I, say no to domestic abuse.